It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and today we're going to be discussing with John Dufresne of KineticConsulting.net. And today we're going to talk about different carry holsters and setups and two different types of pistols. We've got a full size, which John likes to carry, and then a compact, which I typically carry, especially if I'm going to be carrying it under my shirt or something like that. So you can see a couple different setups and what we typically carry. So, John? Cool. Um, so uh, carrying a firearm, right, one of the most important things is knowing how to carry it. Uh, not not only how to use it, but, like, how do I conceal it properly? How do I, you know, wear my clothes properly? All that jazz and a lot of dudes, they especially down here in South Florida, <laughs> look, they uh, they wear too tight of a shirt and they can't conceal a firearm. So um, most of the time, when I get a new student that's adamant about carrying and he's actually going to do it, uh, you see a lot of them start to go up in a size with their shirts, and um, you have to go up in a size usually with pants. Like I had to go a little bit wider with my pants so that I could fit a gun in there, uh, depending on the size of the gun. So when it comes to it, like there's, there's a few different aspects to it, right? We have different belts that you can get into that you have to use to kind of hold the weight of an actual firearm and belts that are going to not fold on you. So if like you buy your belts at like Walmart, there's nothing wrong with that if you're just going to hold your pants. But there's a lot wrong with that if you're going to try and hold a gun. Um, guns, most of them are about a pound, pound and a half or so plus ammo, with this, which is a little bit more and stuff, you're going to start pulling on these belts and compressing them. And if it's uncomfortable to carry, you're not going to carry it. So we want to make it more comfortable. A belt is the starting basic point of carrying a firearm. Yeah, in this particular setup, because I wear a lot of drawstrings because it's, I mean, it's so damn hot down. It's middle of summer right now. You get about 10 feet out your door and you already got moisture form, forming on your your forehead and so if you're carrying drawstring you're you're not going to be able to have your your gun hanging from your drawstring yeah. it's going to be work. sagging so what i do is i have this is a i think it was a wilder 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 uh belt that goes underneath the drawstring and i use that to hold my my sig setup which which john has and he'll, he'll go through all those in a minute yeah so yeah if, if you uh if you want to alternatively carry your gun like that that's if it works for you right but Whatever it is, make sure it. you can still draw your gun. You can still do everything you need to do. Also, putting that into your training as well, like dry practice, live practice, all that jazz. Um, but a belt of some sort when you're carrying a holster, completely necessary. Like if you, if you think you can get away with nothing, like good luck, man. 
you're going to be one of those dudes that you find on the internet that have a picture taken of themselves with their saggy little pants and their gun hanging out of it or falling down in it or just in an unsafe manner, and that's not what you want. Um, Plus, you've got to draw it. You'll probably, the whole the holster and everything will come right off the drawstring. Yeah. These have little clips underneath that hook on to the belt. So when exactly. you go to draw it, the holster stays in place and the gun comes out. Exactly. So th- there's a lot of little things, but um, belt important. Second part of it is depending on your firearm, depending on your firearm, you may have a bigger holster or a smaller holster. Now, all holsters aren't the same, like they're all molded specifically for the firearms, depending on what you're carrying. So this one with the SIG 365, obviously it's going to be molded smaller, a little bit easier for most people to carry on them. And then Corey's also has a pouch here that can accept that can accept a magazine as well. I carry a separate one. I like it to be separate so when I move, um, my body gets to move naturally instead of kind of be stuck to conforming to this guy and this yep. guy dig into me every once in a while. So I've tried these single yeah, base. You're definitely aware holsters. of it the whole time when you're wearing that thing. Yeah. It's almost like a like a front diaper. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like at least. <laughs> um, that's so, a good analogy. That's a, a FUPA holder. Um my but frontal diaper. My frontal diaper is rubbing hard. Um but <laughs> that's a sound bite right there um but but, uh most of all like i i want it to be comfortable so if this works for Corey, that works man but if uh if it's something that's going to be like i prefer them being a separate system where they act like so and they can independently rotate on my belt with me as i move as i run as i i kind of squat down whatever it is so they can independently kind of move and if i need to like go to the bathroom or pee all I have to do is like shift them apart, unzip and go versus like this little guy. You may have to shift the entire thing or take it off completely to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. Um, so it, it makes it a little harder <laughs> on you normal have human to reach tasks. down and pull the underwear out the way. Yeah. Just like weird <laughs> in weird ways right? things that people don't think about. Right. Yeah. But that's something that, Man that problems. I, I recognize when using one of those. I was like, ah, I kind of don't like the one piece system because it gets in the way. Yeah. Um, so when, when it comes to it, like different ways of, of going about these different holsters too, is like the clip systems they use are going to be different. I like thinner, more metallic or metal style clips that'll clip on really tight. And it's actually, these were made for knives originally, and then they start being used on holsters and it's, it's really tight. It's really thin. So it doesn't take up a lot of space and, and it can hook onto fabric as well as all the, the actual belts that we use. Um, so that's what it was made for was fabric so that you can use a knife in gym shorts or whatever. Mm -hmm. The plastic clips, they, they work really well under enough tension as in like in a fight, like when I'm on the ground fighting somebody or something, if they're trying to get to my gun, the, the clip could actually pop everything off. And then now they have the gun, the holster, the whole shebang all in one. So to avoid that, I, I went ahead and I switched to metal clips. Um, I used to use those those loops. I don't know if you remember those loops I was using the kind of like a uh, snap loop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And those were a little bit more secure too. Uh, but these, oh, that's right. I remember those. Yeah. These little guys are really, that's really tight. It's the last time I yeah. saw that. So, and it's a new holster. This one's from Tenacor. Um, and Tenacor holsters is uh, yeah, so the loop had like a, like a, a snap, snap on it. 
snap mm-hmm. button underneath. So yeah. you loop it over your belt and snap it. Exactly. And it was dependent on when you where you positioned it, how it would snap. It was only like a single spot. I forget what they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it only made it that way. But the smaller the gun, it actually makes it a little bit easier to, to hide it. The problem that I found with smaller guns is that if you can see where the grips are here, mine goes deeper, right? So you guys know that little fin that's on the bottom of like a surfboard or a sailboat or anything like that? Well, those little fins are there to keep the top end from rotating. The longer your gun is, the less rotational effort it has of getting away from you from the belt line. So what it actually does, having a longer gun conceals better on my body versus a smaller gun when I use like a little G30 or a G43 or a G43X or something like that, or even the P365XL, the, the longer the gun is or the longer the holster is, the usually the easier it is to conceal. Now, there's a point of diminishing return at that point, too, because if it's too long and it's digging into my leg, like I can't sit down uncomfortable, I'm not going to wear it. Uh, so there is like a happy medium there. And I found it with the length of a Glock 34, which is kind of like this Glock 17, but with the barrel. That length right there is like the happy medium for me to um, successfully and comfortably carry a gun and sit down and do daily tasks like normal human being things. And uh, and it just takes a little bit of time. So you'll you'll as a, a new shooter or a new gun carrier or a new concealed carry persons, uh, you may end up buying and having like, I don't know six different holsters prior to knowing which one you like the most and you may actually settle until you see like a new holster and you're like let me try that one and eventually you'll have like a drawer or bin um of holsters and uh stuff you go through yeah i got that going on and eventually what what i do is i usually bring those out to like swat school or i go the go to like a uh, my friend's house or something i'm like hey guys here's a whole container dump it and they get to go sifting through things and figure out what they want um, because I can't, uh, if I'm not going to use it, it's, it has to go to a better home, right? So yeah. one man's garbage, other man's, you know, gold or one diamonds. One man's or trash is another man's treasure. There you go. So, uh, so at that point they can enjoy that stuff and that's how I get rid of them. Right? Some people just throw them out, um, or repurpose them. Like you can take the clips off, put Velcro on them and use them inside of bags. Um, so you can do things like that, repurpose them in different ways like that. So there are there are occasions where you can use your older holsters for other stuff, but most of the time I, I usually just give them away to uh, to friends or uh, to law enforcement when I teach them and stuff, especially like SWAT school. SWAT school, I'm like, these guys need it. They're getting beaten down. I brought treasures, guys. And they're like, ooh, goodies. It's like a like kid, kids with a bunch of candy, you know, the pinata time. Um, and so how many rounds are, do you have in your, your gun? And how many are in the backup mags? So in a Glock 17, you can carry 17 in the mag and plus one in the pipe. So 18 per se. And then with a mag, I use a Glock 17 mag, but with a base plate that adds five. So and that was 22. What, Ar- Arredondo? Arredondo, Arredondo, yeah. Yeah. They, they last pretty good. I started marking them so that they didn't get confused with students' uh, mags. So I started putting a piece of tape on them. So that it was easier to find my mags compared to other students. 
uh, or uh, other people on the range. And that's what, 23 rounds in that? Mm-hmm. So 23, or I'm sorry, 25, or sorry, 22 rounds in this one. It's a plus six, I think, but you can only fit five uh, most of the time with the spring compression and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, anytime you add a base plate to a mag, though, make sure it comes with a new spring. Because the spring that's in there originally was made for the length of the magazine. If you add extra length, the spring's not going to be able to travel that full length and usually doesn't function properly. Within. Yeah, that uh, Ardondo, Ardondo mm-hmm. they come with a spring, right? Yeah, they come with a spring. Because I know I obviously got that from you, so mm-hmm. I upgraded all my Glock mags. Yeah, uh, Agency Arms, the one that uh, <clears throat> do up my, my Glocks, they just came out with some base plates that are plus fives. And they, they are really nice. So they come with a spring also. But they're machined instead of plastic. So it's it's like a little bit of weight. So you can have a little bit of weight at the bottom for dropping mags and stuff like that. So I'm waiting for mine there in the mail. Cool. But yeah, holsters are important. There's just a lot of options. So it may be kind of daunting for most people. But after you find a belt, you find the holster that fits your gun. And then you go through the exploratory method of trying things out unless you have a friend that has a whole bin full of them. Yeah. So if, if you're like a friend, it, you, you'll let your buddy kind of mess around with all the holsters and figure out what works. And then eventually you'll find what works for you and what you plan and how you plan on carrying your gun. Cool. And then so once they, they've got all their setup, then obviously the next step is lessons. Yeah, And if they're inexperienced, you're going to want them to do a couple of privates until they get competent with the basics and then have them sign up for one of your pistol mechanics classes, right? Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Training is, uh, is definitely a necessity. Just buying a gun does not make you good at shooting. Watching John Wick does not make you good at shooting. Him watching himself on TV doesn't make him better at shooting. So if you think about it, like everybody needs training in something. So repetition is mother of skill. Exactly. Excellence is not a singular act. It's a habit. You mm-hmm. are what you do repeatedly, as the great Aristotle said. 